0: Welcome to Seamless Tactics, where we share leadership insights through storytelling, featuring interviews with local leaders and professionals weaving in their career journey and leadership style. I'm Wen Tan. Today we'll be talking about leadership through self-confidence and trust with Mark Rutkowski, President and CEO of K&W Engineers and owner of Historic King's Mansion. He is going to share what he has learned through his career as a business leader and entrepreneur. This episode was brought to you by Harrisburg Regional Chamber and Credit. Their mission is to be a catalyst for dynamic job creation that seeks to improve economic growth, mobility, and vitality while enhancing the quality of life in our region, Cumberland, Dauphin, and Perry Counties. This organization is the only Chamber of Commerce in Cumberland, Dauphin, and Perry Counties to receive the U.S. Chamber of Commerce's five-star accreditation, a level achieved by only 5% of chambers across the nation. Becoming a member will help boost your organization's success in terms of your bottom line, marketing strategy, business development, and talent recruitment. Welcome to Seamless Tactics. I'm your host, Wen Tan. Uh, today, we're here with Mark Kurowski, uh, CEO and president of W Engineering, as well as the owner of historic King's Mansion. So awesome. how are you doing today?
1: Awesome. Good to be here. Thanks for having me, Wen.
0: Absolutely. So. Mark, tell me a little bit about yourself. Like, we're in this amazing building right now. Like, I don't. <laughs> we're on the second floor with with K and W, but yep. maybe just share a little bit more about how you kind of got started with K and W, and then like, how did you end up with King's Mansion and being owner of such a historic building?
1: <laughs> sure. Yeah, pinch myself. Plenty of days around <laughs> that for sure. Now I started out uh, as a civil engineer, graduated from Penn State. Um, no point in mentioning dates. It's it's a long time ago. Um, but I started the engineering business with a very good friend of mine, Tom Wilson. Uh, it'll be, geez, I think we're 18, 18 years old in uh, fev- this coming February. Wow. So we started, just the two of us, worked out of each other's houses for a while. We're fortunate to build it into something you know, really fun, and, and we grew quite quickly. Um, fast forward now to almost 18 years later, uh, Tom has succeeded out of the business a few years ago, so <laughs> kept the name. Um, obviously, we're not going to change that. Uh, but it's still it's me at the helm and um, we're growing we're up to i think 25 full-time employees as of today and it's been it's been a fun ride wow congratulations thank you thank you starting out of uh oh, garage
0: yeah. all the way up to having on the second building of historic king's mansion yes
1: yeah we were gutsy enough to take a shot at it and dumb enough not to know what we were getting into <laughs> i mean that's you know that's small business for sure right? yeah uh, but it was fun and then the, the building i mean how the, the to segue to the building i mean we so when Tom and I were kind of, you know, he was succeeding out to move on to some other things, I wanted to move us into the city because we were out in, in Techport over by Harrisburg Mall for a okay. while. And I've been in the city for 24 years now, and I really wanted us to physically have a place here in town okay. and looked and looked, found this building. Really, the primary goal was for me to move the engineering business here. And then and we can talk about that part later, but uh, the building turned into a lot more than that. Uh, and it's been, wow. uh, that's been just as much of an adventure for sure as the k and piece
0: wow that's amazing so how long have you been in historic king's mansion
1: then um bought the building it's terrible i don't remember exactly i think <laughs> it's it, it's kind of a blur i think it's been about seven years that i purchased it took about a year or so to renovate the space for the engineering office up here okay. on the second floor um so we've been in k-w's been in here for about six years six years okay yep and then we um that was just before pandemic then during pandemic made the decision to I had a tenant on the first floor help them relocate to find other space and then converted that to the wedding and events business, uh, which has been up and running full time for probably almost three years now. Wow. Yeah, so it's been fun. So you wear a lot of different hats then basically throughout the course of a week then. Yes, it's. A, I love it. I love the energy of that for sure. It gets tiring some days because uh, the building has gone from kind of a side hustle very quickly to its own full-time gig, but I love oh, wow. it. I love both both sides of those of, of my role um, with the building and with the engineering firm are great.
0: Wow, so tell me, so as you were kind of starting out with your degree and mm-hmm. you kind of partnered up with Wilson, um, how did that all kind of come about? Hmm. Like, <laughs> I'm sure that there was a lot of math, there must have been a huge learning curve just from, hey, I learned this in college, well, now I'm out in the real world, <laughs> now it's like a second type of schooling that you're gonna get, right? Oh yeah,
1: right. I mean, to me like college and I'm a Penn Stater through and through, I believe blue and white. I love my Penn State education. You know, to me, you're being taught how to learn more, right? So um, fortunately my first job out of school, that's where I met Tom. Um, We worked together at the same firm. Um, We got to be very, very good friends. And then, you know, we kind of took different paths with our careers and lost touch of each other for a little while, went to different firms. And then I happened to take a job here in the Harrisburg area, Tom lived close by, we reconnected and I will always credit him for this. He was the guy, the driving force to say, we should do our own thing. Um, so we did, you know, it took a little convincing for me. He was ready to go. I had cold feet, but then, uh, when we finally did jump, we were in it with both feet together and, um, he will have my, uh, forever, uh, thankful, you know, appreciation for having given that push to get us to go. And then you're right. I mean, along the way, like like I was learning mostly engineering things professionally for the yeah. first, you know, 15 years of my career, I'd say. Yeah. And then started to get into some leadership roles at different firms. And then when Tom and I formed the business, it's just the two of us, right? So, <laughs> you know, you'll learn. Up, any small business owner would probably tell you you'll learn it on the fly, right? Yeah. You know plenty, and you know how to like learn more. But I can't tell you how many times we sat there and stared at each other and said. <laughs> what do we do? There's a situation we've never seen before. So that's, uh, I like that part of it. I really enjoy that part of, of, uh, what do you call it? Business ownership or entrepreneurship? Like there's always a challenge. There's always a new thing to face and it helps you keep growing and keep learning.
0: Yeah, I can only imagine. So (laughs) I guess, what are some of the biggest things that like kind of recalls that like you (laughs) wish you could give yourself advice 14 years (laughs) ago when
1: you kind of started out (laughs) K&W then? You know, it's funny. I mean, I feel, it's, it almost sounds weird, like any time that we've misstepped, I feel like we really were able to recover fairly well. So okay. I don't know that I would change our trajectory any. Um, maybe I would have learned how to, you know, not fail at a thing multiple times, okay. right? To kind yep. of like, hey, you know, before we fall into this. You know, to me, the hardest part is, and the the hardest and most satisfying part at the same time is, is managing people, right? I love our team. Our staff is, is absolutely so talented and top notch and good people, but we're all still people. So like, those are the hard parts, like just personalities sometimes. And, you know, how do we make sure we're all rowing in the same direction, like not to be cliched, but that's the hardest part. I can manage like engineering stuff all day long and clients I mean I love working with clients generally they're you know they're, they're I can figure them out it's people how do we make sure we're communicating and doing the right thing so I probably long-winded way of your around your question but I think it was just a lot of it had to be just experienced just, just like go through it and learn it and then know how to apply that the next time something similar comes up
0: Gotcha. So when you got all those experiences, did you Mm -hmm. work with Tom and like learn like navigating through that or did you have a mentor on the side or did you have a different group of networks that you kind of leverage to help you go through that? So you had different perspectives or understand from, oh, I didn't hear it hmm. from this. I didn't think of it from this side. Did you have that type of network or outside influence that helped you out there?
1: That's a great question. And as you say that one, that's actually probably a thing I might look back and, and have done a little differently. So when Tom and I were part were business partners, um, it was great. Like we had each other, right? Yep. And now there were also times when we needed to not be talking to each other, like maybe have a different outside perspective. So. We didn't really have, like we don't have a board of directors, we didn't really have a resource outside of each other other than maybe friends or peers yeah. in business. So we kind of found that ourselves, but nothing really structured, not like a business coach. Um, I did start to find that being involved with, you know, I went through the Leadership Harrisburg program, okay. um, that definitely introduced me to, um, to some folks that I'm still working with and friends with today who offered that kind of alternative voice. Okay. Since Tom has, has kind of succeeded out and it's just me, it's tough. I mean, it can be very difficult. Like, you know, you hear that, like, who do you, who do I talk to? So I actually joined a, um, like a CEO peer group. Um, it's called the high center at the Lancaster, Lancaster area, um, Seadale high. Um, it's great. They are, you're, you're paired up with, it's like a Vistage. If you've heard of Vistage, similar concept, high group has been great. It's a different folks from different walks of life, but all small business owners. Great place to bounce ideas and learn things that you know. You don't know what you don't know sometimes.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I'm actually a part of the class of 2024 for Good Leadership man. Harrisburg. Yeah, so I have to give a shout
1: out to to <laughs> Una for that. Right, so co- I love connecting
0: it. an alumna with with, with somebody right that's going on. through the program right now.
1: Oh, that's awesome! I yeah. love it. Yeah. That was a great experience. I'm so thankful to have gone through that program. That was great.
0: Yeah, so. As you, so you have a lot of experience with this. Um, it seems like that you have now expanded into the <laughs> engineering, the logical side. The, I would say the math and science <laughs> side of your brain yep. into now. I think what what is it that you do now with this historic King's Mansion?
1: <sighs> um, it's funny. So it's it is a full blown per- predominant function here is wedding and event center. Okay. Or wedding and events venue. So. Uh, we know the entire first floor has been converted that is exclusively what we do on the first floor and outside in our you know our nice big great lawn um my role in this has been really kind of like seeing it making it come together and then managing it a bit from a distance Uh, we're fortunate to have a good partnership with our our friends at jdk who who handle all of our catering um so i don't have to be in the weeds i'm not the guy meeting with brides thankfully (laughs) that is not my role Um, But it's more of like, okay, driving us forward with, okay, we have got a good footprint now, but where are we headed next? So I'm probably still not dissimilar to K&W, but in different, you know, not on engineering, but it's the same kind of like looking forward, a little bit of visioning, like, all right, are we okay doing what we're doing or should we be doing more? And we have a lot more coming at King Mansion for sure.
0: So um so you talked about a lot of the events you have here mm-hmm. mostly wedding um a lot of catering so i guess yes. like what are some of the most memorable <laughs> events that you have like hosted here
1: Yeah it's awesome man. like right the wedding just the weddings themselves i just love seeing how people use our space right because okay. a lot of them do it differently and we like to think of ourselves as a bit of like a canvas for people to paint their event right we're not yeah. here the building is lovely and it's wonderful and i love that people enjoy it but i want them to make it their event like we're just here to host yep. and like give you the backdrop for the right thing so i mean some of the most fun things we've had um there's a there was a young woman uh from the york county area i believe okay. uh, i can't think of her name it escapes me but she did her um her baby shower here and she it was phenomenal she has quite a following on social media and um she actually had us remove our furniture she brought in her own it was a very curated event you know from a from a kind of filming perspective and it ended up in like people magazine so like yes so that that was and just seeing the pictures not just it was cool and it was beautiful but like everybody was so happy like everybody was having a good time so that one sticks out for sure um Governor Shapiro was kind enough uh, to to choose us for his pre inauguration pre inauguration gala this year. Okay. So that's the night before all the day of inauguration events. Okay. And it was in January, and I think we ended up with over seven hundred people here, which is over seven hundred in here. Yes far more than we were kind of expecting um now that it was we had a tent out front yeah um so we had quite you know a number of folks there obviously everybody wanted to meet the governor he was he was here um, you know shaking hands and taking photos um it was fun to me just the energy was great but also like we learned hey we could do an event this size if we wanted to If we have like a tent outside and we, you know, especially with our front lawn, we could accommodate that many folks. So there's been so many others already in only about three years of doing this, but those two certainly stick out. Um, I will say nice little intersection between that and K&W is because K&W is located in the mansion, we do all of our holiday parties here. Those are bangers. They're so fun. (laughs) Like our staff, like they do, like like last year was a great Gatsby theme, perfect for the mansion. And everybody dresses up, right? UPMC Pinnacle just did um, Bridgerton, a Bridgerton themed event, which I'm a dude, I don't know Bridgerton. It's like a show on PBS. I I guess. (laughs) I I think it's kind of like, you know, it's a period like Victorian era thing. Everybody dressed up and it was so like, again, so fun. People embraced it, but the building was a perfect pack drop. So sorry, I kept going on that one just because I keep thinking of other stuff, but there's been some really fun things here. I love seeing how creative people can be with the space.
0: Yeah, and I can also see like not only having hosting wonderful events, mm-hmm. but then for yourself with your own company, but then also for networking events, right? Absolutely. So like, uh, I think when I first I, I got introduced yeah. to you and learning more about King's Mansion is the the Chambers um, bash event, Absolutely. and I think throughout all of that, having Ryan Unger kind of present you yep. and you you so giving nice. your free tours of historic <laughs> uh, King's Mansion, I think that was great. Um, that was cool. I think you shared some key key facts about. Mm-hmm. Um, historic King's Mansion where like in the bottom like there used to be a bowling alley, right? (laughs) And then there's also a swimming pool. Like that's something you would have never known like driving down Front Street saying, oh, look, it's King's Mansion. Oh, there used to be a, yeah, I think you said there was a shooting range downstairs? Absolutely.
1: The the bowling alley got converted (laughs) to a shooting range and yeah, there's still an indoor pool, not in use right now, but someday I'm going to figure out how to do it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That was, I mean, and I'll say that you know the bash event was great. Like we we actually partnered with UPMC Pinnacle on that one as well, are good friends of ours, and um, just such a great event. It's like we just love getting people into the space. I just love people to come here and experience it for exactly some of the reasons you just said. went like hey, like how many? I can't tell you how many people dr- say I've driven by this building a hundred times and I've never been inside. We're like come in. We're gonna do all kinds of events like. Part of our charge here is, is and mission is to get folks in the door. So whether it's nonprofit events, which we do, charitable events, which we support, on top of our weddings and our corporate stuff, get in here and enjoy this space. This is not, I mean, like, I'm the steward of this building right now. I just want people to, during my tenure of owning it, get in here and see it and experience it,
0: for I, sure. I would say in the past 10 years that I've lived in central PA mm-hmm. and I've known that,
1: like, <laughs> I, I know I've driven
0: by here. I was like, oh, yep. I wonder who lives here. Um, this is like the first year I've been here, like twice already, right? Perfect. Once I was here for Princess Day, and that oh, was yeah. a that was a fantastic event that's that was led awesome. by Emily Lewis. Yes. Um, and then the second one was the bash event hosted by uh, you and the Chamber, right? So, um, yeah, I, I just can't believe like how Spot on, like man. like that's just the fact that you owned this, and in the past five years you have really truly opened it out to the public, and then as well as other other um, folks in the community, Definitely. nonprofit orgs, as to kind of show them, hey, this is a little bit of Harrisburg.
1: Absolutely, yeah. That's yeah. so good to hear, I'm glad. <laughs> you're a great example. We're doing yes. something right. That's, That's right, customer satisfaction, <laughs> right? Good. So like, yeah. and impact right. in the community, so. Yes.
0: So yeah, so, so tell me a little bit about like, so you wear a lot of hats,
1: Yeah. right? Yeah. So
0: one is that, hey, you gotta put on like a project management hat, like, mm-hmm. hey, I got all these catering. Mm-hmm. On the other side is that like, you have, you're a business owner managing mm-hmm. a group of 40 to 45 folks, so yep. how do you like, Deal with that in the course of a day, right? Because that's two—that's literally two different businesses, two different clientele, and yep. then talking about like personalities is like—I'm sure engineers versus caterers. <laughs> All have different
1: yes, <laughs> personality so like
0: how do you balance that in a day like how do you like can you just share with us like what is a day of mark <laughs>
1: uh, a lot of days you don't balance it <laughs> Okay, there are plenty of days where like you just don't get all the things done I mean to, to be serious like and again I know this is a whatever read any any business books or coaching books is have good people right like I'm so yeah. fortunate to have talk about k first like our team from our even as a small-ish firm you know we've got senior leadership and then we're broken into teams everybody's doing their thing like everybody you know we, we you know we talk about accountability a lot i can't be everywhere at once neither can our project managers. so like everybody we talk about like hey you need to kind of be able to do your thing and like Ideas can come up from, from anywhere. There's like, I'm not pushing things down all the time. I'm not the smartest guy in the room a lot of times when we're talking about a project. I don't need to be because I've got like landscape architects or civil engineers or surveyors or geotechnical staff that can like, they fill in all those pieces. And it's really been a, the last probably a year to two years that I've felt like I'm trying to get myself up out of the project management side of things because I, I can't, to, to steer the boat, I gotta be up at a little bit of a higher level to see what's coming, right? That lets me go, all right, thankfully, I've got team members at senior leadership and everybody else. I trust them. They do great work. And you you have to empower folks. Like, they have to, like, yeah, they're going to make mistakes. Of course, I make mistakes every day. Yeah but You got to trust them to do it. You can't micromanage this stuff. There's no way; you'd never get done, and you would completely be insane. It's impossible. Same, honestly, with, with the building side. Like I'm fortunate that my office manager here at K and W and our administrative manager, they both help me with the building as well as doing their K and W oh, stuff. Wow. So, everybody in here wears multiple hats. That's kind of the nature of being small business. So, yeah. if there's you know, the long-winded answer, really compresses to for me um, having people that I trust. Good people that I trust, that I can rely on to just take ownership of things, delegate when I need to. Sometimes they pull things away from me, which is even better. I don't (laughs) always remember to delegate and dish those things off and then they'll pull them out. So that's been, I've been super fortunate to find good folks. Catering side as well, JDK has been amazing. They've been just a phenomenal partner for us. Yeah. I should, one more shout out, sorry, Yeah. our contractor. So like we've done a lot of work in this building and they're, they're my friends, Nate Book and Centurion Construction. Um, they are fantastic. They have done, we've done multiple projects. We're about to undertake our next big project here and they have just hit it out of the park every time. They do fantastic work. So could, can't recommend them uh, any higher than that. They do, they, they're, they're great guys who do great work.
0: Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with that, right? So having trust, having yes. diversity, yes. being inclusive, and then just making sure that you put the right people in the right role make giving them the tools to be successful. Yes. I think like you'll be able to conquer anything, right? Yeah. That, that's truly it.
1: Yeah. And I mean, that, that's a great point when like allowing folks like that's, that's professional growth too for yeah. them, right? Like it, as a small firm, we don't have a lot of verticality, so it's tough to advance. There's just not many layers. So you can do more things, you can do different things. And like anybody that comes to me and says, Mark, I think we should try this particular part of business that we don't do right now. Cool. Let's talk about it. And if you want to lead that piece, Please do. You've got my support. I'm not going to jump in the weeds unless you want me to, but go ahead. Yeah, you, you know, I support that decision. Go forward. Um, no, I yeah. think that's
0: a great sign of leadership. So thank you for sharing that. Sure.
1: Yeah. I, and I, you know, it's funny. I keep thinking of thing. I had too much yeah. coffee today, when so like you know, being involved in groups like nonprofit stuff and other like boards. Definitely also helps around leadership. So, like, okay. you know, the Leadership Harrisburg piece, that was a, a fantastic experience. Honestly, that prompted me to get involved with uh, Capital Region Water, who I've been on their board for 15 years now. Okay. Um, used to be the Harrisburg Authority. It's a, the group that very quietly manages all of the sewer water and stormwater for the entire city of Harrisburg plus neighboring communities. So, like, okay. we're very, it's an engineering side of my brain, probably working there, but that's a huge organization there's 130 people probably so as a board member we're pretty you know there's five board members we're very involved with guiding that ship so it's great to see different leadership styles there that i can kind of say oh yeah i'm going to kind of utilize that in the other parts of my life it's just one example but that's a good one that's another way to me folks that are looking for leadership um experience or like how to become good just put yourself into it you know volunteer Being part of a volunteer board sometimes can be challenging because nonprofits don't always have money and it's tough to, you know, you're fighting finances, but it's a great way to learn and get exposed to other people with different ideas on leadership.
0: Yeah, it sounds like that there's like two different sides of leadership, Mm -hmm. right? One is leading people. Right. So one is that trust, building that trust, developing that culture, allowing for professional growth, especially yes. if there's not that much vertical. But then another part of it is like leading yourself right yes. to that next level and leading yourself to the next level requires you to get new experiences of pushing yourself. Outside of your comfort zone. Amen. Right. So Very well said. working with a for-profit org or working just in engineering mm-hmm. to then now expanding out to then the community, right? So <laughs> I'm just thinking about the rain that we just had, right? So you think about all <laughs> the rainwater just happened. Yes. All of that, and just having 150 yeah. people and then talking about nonprofit orgs, everyone has different challenges. Yes. So learning how learning how different people or different organizations tackle that problem. Only adds more tools to your tool belt, right? So totally, I I, I absolutely agree with that.
1: Do you guys still yeah. read in? I'm not sure if you're there. Leadership Harrisburg. I know back when I was in that class, we yeah. read uh, as a greenleaf, the servant leader.
0: So, um, the, so the program is focused around servant leadership. We haven't okay. read any books yet. Okay. So we just had our onboarding. Um, Session, uh, so now I guess we'll be having our first oh, session shortly.
1: Sorry, spoiler, spoiler <laughs> alert. Not me, but like, like the the book itself. But like the premise of servant leadership is is enormous, and LHA absolutely instilled that in me, like you have like yes you can lead your own business but you've got to be in other positions to give back you know like to be fortunate enough to have you know, be involved with yeah, my business in the building yeah. well like i can use some of those skills to be uh, helpful and assist in other organizations you know as a servant uh, servant leader like crw is a good example or theater harrisburg for sure um highly recommend i mean I, personally i feel like in this country, we should have more, you know, as a requirement. I'm a little out of touch with high school uh, requirements anymore, but like <laughs> kids should be, you know, you should be required, or whether that is like a civil service after you're out of college or out of high school, serve in a capacity as a volunteer. Whether it's board, whether it's just volunteering in your community, it's huge. You can't just be in your own little in you know, insulated um, part of the world. You need to be out there intersecting and, and giving your skills back to help others for sure. No,
0: absolutely. I 100% agree with you.
1: So Mark, as we're kind of coming to a close yep. of our
0: podcast, right? So um, out of everything that we just talked about, mm-hmm. from from you starting your own business, how to you leading and growing K&, K&W, mm-hmm. to you growing the business with Historic King's Mansion, like expanding it out to like all types of like services. Mm-hmm what kind of key insights or advice would you give to our audience that are looking for getting to the next level in terms of leadership?
1: That's a tough one. I wish I had kind of like a good (laughs) concise, you know, Hey, here's the thing to put on a t-shirt kind of language. (laughs) Um, it's, it's, uh, I think some of it is eight, trust your gut. Like I'm a big believer in trust, your gut, like, you know, listen to that, you know, whether it's that's more of a spiritual thing, a still small voice, but like, your gut, to me, like most people, like your gut's fairly accurate. You know, if you can okay. kind of parse out the noise outside and just hear yourself, it's going to steer you in the right direction. Um, and like, take some chances. Like, easy to say, you know, and that I'm, I'm like I'd still take plenty of chances. But you, you know, no risk, no reward. Um, you know, you could play things safe for sure. But like, maybe you're missing something. Yeah. Um, you know, that was a leap to start any small business owner. It's a leap to start your own business. It's a, you know, to have folks that work for you. Like you're, they now rely on you. That's that can be a little, yeah. but take a chance. Get out there and like, you know, try it and fail. If you fail, fine. I mean, it's going to hurt a little bit. I've been there, um, yeah. but you've hopefully learned something at it. Nothing earth shattering, man. Like those are things you'll probably read in any coaching book or something <laughs> too. But they're real. It's pretty fundamental to me. Like. You, you don't have to be great at a thing. You may not even know what you're great at. Just try it. Um, I probably come back to trust your gut a lot. I've done that a lot in the last 30 years of being in business. You know? <laughs> I mean, so, it's worked out so far,
0: right? Yeah, it's,
1: I've been super fortunate, <laughs> right? Yeah, to not have completely fallen backwards you know, yeah. from, from doing that. But yeah, I think those are probably two reasonable places. Trust your gut and, and don't be afraid to take chances.
0: Oh, thank you for sharing that for the audience. So, as now getting really close to the end of the uh, segment, <laughs> you know, we would like to do is some rapid fire questions oh, yeah. especially right. around the topic of right. leadership, right? So, okay. and as well as the region. So, Yeah. First question I have for you, uh, who's your favorite leader? Like who do Ooh. you emulate a lot? So, based on what you've kind of talked about, so
1: you know, it's fun. I don't have a good answer for that one. Like, I okay. not—I don't read a lot of leadership books. Okay. There's not a particular somebody that I admire or, I mean, I will I'll honestly talk about like my former business partner, Tom. Okay. He was a real influence for me. He's a couple years older. The fact that he was willing, really like, let's just jump through the wall and let's do it. That was big. Actually, one of my cousins who was a, a, a 10 years older than me, engineer, he really kind of got me thinking at a young age about like, what's next after high school and like engineering and, and college. So not like anybody in the world knows either of those two people, <laughs> but for me, they were, um, they were pretty key in, in my development and growth into leadership for sure.
0: Okay. Um, so going, expanding on that, on mm-hmm. top of that is that what's the quote that you live by?
1: <laughs> um, oh man. Uh, this is, oh my God, this is so awful. I can't believe I'm going to say this one, but like I actually have this sign like, cause my, my folks got it for me and stuck it on my, in my house, but like, it is what it is. I know that makes people nuts and I know how trite it is, but you can't like, to me, it is what it is means like, hey, look, I can't control all the things none of us can. You're yeah. lucky to control a handful of them. So it's more in whatever happens, okay, how do you deal with it? So like when a problem comes up, which they always do, and this is a thing we talk about as a team here at k is like, Hey man, things happen, mistakes, things we didn't know about that cause problems. The more important thing is how do you respond? How yeah. do you react? So like, I'm not a look backwards guy. I'm not a guy that points fingers or wags fingers at anybody. It's okay. We're at this moment where there's a thing that caused us a challenge or our client a challenge. Nope. How do we figure it out? Cause the more important thing is get it resolved, get it figured out. We may have to come back and talk a little bit about how do we get here so we don't do it again. But it's much more about like, again, that it is what it is to me is like, okay, like I, I can rant and rave, what good's it gonna do? It doesn't make any difference. And to me, that's yep. not good leadership characteristics to like, you know, I'm not gonna get angry with my staff and be like, oh, you screwed up. Nope. it's all right, cool. It's not a thing we, we, we would like to do again, but let's figure it out. So okay. yeah, trite as it is, man, <laughs> but that is one that does kind of, there's there's some there's some merit to it for me, for yeah, sure.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so then, you know, talk about leaders, the mm-hmm. leadership quotes, and the kind of shifting back to like the capital region. I guess was mm-hmm. like, what are some of the favorite things that you like to do in a capital
1: region? <laughs> I so I I love the outdoors, and okay. I'm a I love hiking. Um, I've been it started during pandemic, but I love that the Appalachian Trail runs i mean it's right right through through, absolutely like the this unbelievable amazing natural you know asset natural resource that we have here that's probably my favorite thing that in the river i have like embarrassingly i have not been out this year uh, with my kayak but i love being on the river with the kayak or just running or walking along the river like it's just it's gorgeous here i mean i've lived in central pa my whole life but the outdoors for sure i'd probably put you know, subpart A, Appalachian Trail. That is just my favorite thing. <laughs> I love being in the woods and being out. You know, it's a great place to kind of recenter and refocus for me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Mother Nature. Amen. Yeah. Well, Mark, thank you very much for being a part of Seamless Tactics. Um, it was great for me to. Get to know we know you a little bit more get to know more about K W, the history as well as understanding where like king's mansion may potentially go from here right okay, so yep. you have those two events i'm kind of hoping to come to oh
1: dude we'll many have, more in the we'll future we'll have you back here again hundred <laughs> awesome. percent thank you brother appreciate it man thank that you, was great man. yep good thank stuff you. thank you yep
0: that brings us to the end of this episode thanks to mark kurowski for joining us during that insightful and thoughtful discussion there are different ways to grow as a leader as you can hear from Mark, it is important to be confident in yourself in any situation and having trust in your team. If you enjoyed our show, please rate and review us on a streaming platform you're listening to us on. Until then, this is Wen Tan. And don't forget, we're here to highlight local leaders making an impact in our community and share leadership insights through storytelling. This podcast was recorded, produced, and edited by Wen Tan. This episode was brought to you by Harrisburg Regional Chamber and Cretic. Seamless Tactics is a product of tailor made solutions. Special thanks to KNW Engineers. Hope you join us in our next show.